Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and I know that uh, we all kind of get rolling, and next thing you know, it's February, and we kind of get disappointed with maybe some of the goals and things, objectives we wanted to set for the year, but we're going to give you some uh, help today to kind of get re-engaged. Joining us from Dallas, Texas, is a wonderful author and a speaker and a teacher, uh, travels all over the country, Kristen Kaufman. Kristen is the author of three wonderful books, uh, one called Is This Seat Taken? Uh, Random Encounters That Change Your Life. Another part of this trilogy of books, Is This Seat Taken? Uh, second one she wrote, It's Never Too Late to Find the Right Seat. And the third one in this series, in this is this seat taken? No, I saved it for you. So uh, I know you're going to be really blessed by Kristen. And first of all, uh, Kristen, thanks for joining us on Hope is Here today. Oh, Greg, thank you. I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you. Well, talk to us about these uh, these books. Let's start with the first one here. Is this seat taken? Okay. Random encounters that change your life. Obviously, uh, people of faith, uh, you know, we, we believe that instead of coincidences, there are God incidences. But I think sometimes we miss those coincidences and God instances, don't we? We do. Most definitely we do. So this is a collection of stories actually greg that i was a i call myself a recovering corporate executive and many of your listeners may relate to that but i over the years of traveling the globe when i was um, in the, the technology business i kept journals of these random people greg that i would meet that crossed my path and i didn't really have an intention at that time to create a book out of it but i really felt called to share these people's stories because of the impact they made on my life well, I tell you, you've got some uh, really notable leadership gurus that uh, endorse your books, such as Kim Blanchard and Stephen Covey. And um, I mean, the thing I've learned in my life is uh, I get more seasons under my belt is that uh, God's always working and we can always learn things from different situations and different people, right? We surely can, most definitely. And, you know, the, the people that I met, honestly, Greg, they ranged anywhere from you know, the man who comes and sits next to you in, you know, seat 5E on an American Airlines flight to wherever I was going to, believe it or not, a woman behind the Iron Curtain. This was back when Checkpoint Charlie was still in place. Many of your readers probably aren't even old enough to know what that is, but that, you know, that was the place where you would, you were admitted into East Berlin from West Berlin. And it was a woman I met when I went behind the Iron Curtain and just very random. And the the wisdom that they bestowed upon me probably without even realizing that they were doing so and i'm just so grateful that i kept a journal because i don't know if i would have remembered all of those experiences had i not written them all down well i love that you mentioned that i've uh, got a good friend that journals on a regular basis and it's kind of inspired me to try to start doing that in 2024 and it's really important to to write things down isn't it it is. It's definitely important. And, you know, I have like a litany of journals. My goodness, Greg, I, hundreds over the years. And, in fact, the, the story behind this book, it's sort of interesting. I was originally thinking I wanted to write a business book around this concept of alignment, which is the, the name of my business. And I began to write it, and honestly, Greg, I was bored writing it. <laughs> so I went back to the publisher, and I said, I have a concept for another book that's just come to me, and I truly believe it was channeling. I was channeling um, God and I said I have these stories that I want to provide and, and you know for you to look at and see if you like them and they said well okay send us a few 
and lo and behold, they did like them. And so that's how that first book came to be. It was never, like I say, some intentional thing. It just truly kind of, I hate to use the word, fell in my lap, but it definitely was calling for me, and I, it definitely did fall into my lap. Well, I love a uh, you know, description on your website of this book, uh, Random Encounters That Change Your Life. Is this seat taken? You said, you know, I, I, I learned from people and experiences, whether it was the clerk at the neighborhood grocery store or their executive seated next uh, to you on an airplane. Uh, share a couple of those uh, stories like that, those encounters that helped uh, kind of mold your life and change your life. Yes, and one of my favorites that I like to share, which given that you know this is a um, – a podcast of faith and people have a, I guess, a belief in something higher than themselves. I actually went on a trip um, many years ago to India. I'd always wanted to go to India and Nepal, and I went by myself. And I had this guide that was taking me down this narrow pathway in the city called Varanasi. And I had a desire to, believe it or not, this is going to sound sort of strange, but I wanted to, I wanted to be in a canoe on, at the sunrise on the Ganges River. And so as we were walking down that path, uh, my guide, I looked up, and there was on this platform, Greg, the platform literally were four um, pillars with a basically plywood on those pillars. And I looked up, and there was a couple laying on this platform. It was their home. And it, it, no walls. I mean, literally, I think they had a, a sheet behind one behind them, but on all the other three, quote-unquote, walls were basically open. And they had one light bulb that was attached to the top of this at public. I'm sure it was a public electrical current. And I looked over at my guide and I said, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. This is tragic. You know, they're, they're so poor, you know. And I just went through this, I guess it was a guilt trip where, oh, my gosh, you know, I'm from the West. They're from the East. And I feel so badly that you know, they ha- they're living in such extreme poverty because all around them, Greg, was you know, just rubbish and trash, and it just was the, the aroma you can probably imagine. And we're right on the banks of the Ganges, which is where the Nats are, which is where they, it's the public crematoriums, where they, where they celebrate the lives of people. And so the, the aroma was just almost overwhelming. My guy, without a hesitation, Greg, without a hesitation, said, you know, you Westerners have it all wrong. Don't you know that wealth is in the mind and love is in the heart. And I just, I, it brought me to tears because, of course, we, we know this. We believe this. We, we do believe that. And yet I immediately reverted back to a spoiled Western perspective that, oh, my goodness, these people are living in such you know, distraught poverty. How could they ever be happy? And about that time, and this will be a very poignant story for your listeners, that, that couple picked up a little baby that they had cuddled between the two of them, and it was their child. And, of course, it immediately brought back, you know, the Mary and Joseph and Jesus story to me, you know, being in a stable. And so here I was, you know, miles and miles and miles away from my hometown being taught such a profound lesson from people that I will never know their names. I will never, I'll never meet them. Of course, in my mind, I have envisioned what their lives might be like now. And it was my guide that pointed out the reality of love. And so that story in particular is probably one of my favorite stories in that first book. 
Well, that is powerful. I love that. And like you said, you go all the way to India, which is a far away, far ways and totally different culture from uh, Dallas, Texas. And yet uh, it God, is God showed up and spoke to you there. Uh, share, share another Most story. Pleasant. Okay. Um, so that's one. <laughs> um, another story, you know, like I mentioned, there was a, a woman that um, uh, over behind the Iron Curtain that I'd mentioned, and her story was really quite poignant. She was a, a Russian um, Jew who was living there, and she was actually running an antique store. And she was basically, in a nutshell, selling off her family heirlooms to, make, to basically make a living for herself. And um, she spoke very little English because, again, you know, I'm behind the Iron Curtain. There, you know, they, that this was long before they were ever um, integrated into into Germany. You know, they were still separated. And I was so touched by this woman because she was it was she was resilient and she was um, she was not feeling sorry for herself. I mean, we we exchanged a very broken English sort of an exchange, and I made a comment to her. I said. Um, these are beautiful things, or you have beautiful things. And she said, they're my things. And I said, they're your things. She said, they were my family things. And, of course, I immediately welled up thinking, oh, this is just tragic, you know. And, again, she said, they are just things. They are just things. And they are now providing for me and my life and my children's life. And, again, Greg, I was just humbled. You know, I was humbled with how she was not going to allow herself to be attached to things that were of a material value. She was really, obviously, disposing of them so that she could provide a life for her family. And I was just, you know, that was once, it just humbled me. I thought, you know, we've got our values kind of cattywampus when we think that um, material possessions are, are the most or the single most important things. We know intellectually that they are not, but imagine having to sell off everything that your family had given handed down to you over the generations just so that you could provide for your family just imagine i mean that to me is just a very humbling humbling thought wow what a powerful story if you just turned in tuned in we're talking to Kristen coffin she is the author of three wonderful books in a, a trilogy a series uh, titled is this seat taken and we're looking at uh, her first book in this series called random encounters that change your life and uh, you got a wonderful endorsement from stephen covey uh, author of the seven habits of highly effective people uh, just one of the all-time great uh, books and he said through real life stories Kristen coffin illustrates the core idea of being present in the moment and opening oneself up to new ideas in order to become an authentic leader in life and uh, i think that's the thing you know we start new years and we want to be open to uh, new ideas but it's easy to get back in the same old habits and all and yet uh, i think god and when we really are open to being present in the moment uh, he teaches us new things doesn't he and especially to the people we encounter Oh, he totally does. And I think, you know, that, that phrase of being present in the moment has become such a cliche, and yet I'm such an ardent believer of it because we never really know who's going to cross our paths. And, you know, I kind of coined a, a phrase when I was writing this, these incidental encounters are really not incidental at all. I truly believe they are providential. And our job is to stay awake to them and to be open to whatever it is that we're supposed to either be learning or experiencing through them or 
frankly, vice versa. What are we supposed to be learning or teaching them or experiencing it with them? So, um, yeah, I just, I, I think that there's just a lot of magic in being present. And um, oftentimes we're so wrapped up in our own world, especially I remember getting on airplanes and thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm going to have to talk to someone who's just next to me. But you never know who that person's going to be, you know, and you don't know what kind of wisdom they're going to bestow upon you or vice versa. So I think it's a very, I think it's a very real um, piece of wisdom to be present. I really do. Well, and I think the thing that I've learned is that uh, we have to be intentional about it, don't we? We, we, yes, we certainly do. I mean, I think when you sit down and are speaking to someone or you meet somebody like I did, the, the woman behind the Iron Curtain, at the time, I'll be honest, I, I did not realize that that was what was happening. You know, I was, I was on a tourist trip, and thankfully I wrote down that story, though, Greg, and I look back on it and I think, my goodness, what a lesson that woman taught me early in life. I mean, I was in my late 20s, you know, so... Um, yes, you have to be intentional about what can you take away from these experiences. And and certainly you can write about them or you can share them or you can just integrate them into your own lives, your children's lives, etc. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time. But the great news is that Kristen is going to be back with us. Uh, if you just tuned in, we're talking with Kristen Kaufman. She is the author. Uh, she is a speaker. She is a coach. She does consulting all over the world and has written a, a series of books entitled, Is This Seat Taken? And we've been looking at the first in that series called Random Encounters That Change Your Life. Uh, she also has a couple others that we're going to look at tomorrow uh, in this series called, Is That Seat Taken? It's Never Too Late to Find the Right Seat. And then the third book she wrote in the series is No, I Saved It for You. And I really think you're going to be blessed by these two programs. So I hope you'll invite somebody to join us. If you've been blessed by this podcast, I hope that you uh, will share it with somebody. You can go to our website, hopeisheretoday.org. That's hopeisheretoday.org. And I would encourage you to check out her website, kristenkaufman.com. That's kristenkaufman.com. For Kristen Coffin, I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. If you have been blessed by Hope Is Here, would you consider making a donation to help this ministry continue to reach thousands in Central Kentucky every day? It's simple and safe. Go to our website at hopeishere.today, where you can make a safe and secure online donation, or you can find our address to mail a check. All donations are tax deductible and they are greatly appreciated. Please make your donation today at hopeishere.today. Again, that's hopeishere.today.